Ladies and gentlemen, presenting the Van Buren Family Roadcast. Tear down this wall. Fool me once. Shame, shame, shame on you. We're going to build the wall. It fool me, it fool me, it fool me. Can't get fooled again. Can't get fooled again. No pop up pop. You're the pop, you're the pop, you're the pop. Get ready. We are the Van Burens. We are the family of sexy weirdo band nerds from the city of Presidents, Quincy, Massachusetts. And it's President's Day. We have a stupendous musical, comedical, podcastual journey prepared for you today from we, the VB. It's the second month of the year, so you know what that means. The lovers, they're out there valentining, exchanging gifts and love letters and kisses and chocolate and all that stuff. Unfortunately. We're doing... Um, Valentine's, and of course, we got President's Day today, the big day, the biggest day of the year. We are the Van Burens, named after the eighth and greatest president of these United States, Mr. Martin Van Buren. Actually, not, not a very good president, um, but we're so we're Valentining and we're presidenting. And I am P Bear, the drummer for the Van Burens. Again, we're a band, just another band out of Boston, as the band Boston would say. I, that's more than a feeling that I want to feel from you, <laughs> P Bear. This is a little foreplay, but it's going to take a long time. <laughs> Let's keep going <laughs> with um, more of these references. I am P-Bear, and I am surrounded by a killer rhythm section right now. Let me introduce these guys. He's the chairman of the boards, your mate who can radiate on the 88. The guy with an eye for a pie, the man you can trust who has a taste for a crust and a steeze for cheese blazing on the keys. <laughs> it's the Very Pizza good. King, keys player for the Van Burens. Hey, everybody. Very P good, P-Bear. Pizza King, what's your top President's Day, uh, Valentine's Day, presidential love fest? Slice of pie. Well, uh, it's homemade, as most good things are. And uh, you just take a homemade pita. <laughs> good luck with that. Just take a <laughs> bite out of the top, and then you've got a heart-shaped pizza crust. Go with it, folks. I like a recipe that involves eating the, the food as part yes, of it. Got to do it. Up next, the producer of the podcast, the Van Buren Family Roadcast. He is the ace of bass, your friend on the low end, the man in the headband at the head of the band van, the Surin suspenders that all the first ladies remember. It's KJ McGee. Hello, everybody. I just snapped my uh, suspenders. You couldn't see it, but maybe I'll uh, add in a sound so you can hear we'll it. We'll do that in post. Yeah. Got a we'll room in post. Post, 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 post. KJ McGee, you are uh, one of the many legendary Lotharios of the Van Burens. And notice I didn't say a Romeo, I said a Lothario. Right. Um, <laughs> take that to heart, <laughs> listeners. Um, what, what's your perfect Valentine's Day? Well, my perfect Valentine's Day was yesterday, where I spent all day working on our podcast <laughs> by myself. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> yes. Was that perfect? Yeah, it felt pretty good. I went sl I slept well. Yeah. Did you, were like, lights out, glass of wine, 
single candle candles, lit. yes. And you're Multiple editing candles. a podcast, listening to our stupid skits and bits. I was listening to all of you boys in my ears. You throw some uh, throw some Manilo on the box. Manilo, <laughs> I'm not a I'm I'm a man of high. Oh my God, <laughs> Jesus Christmas! <laughs> Were you listening to Seal though? Of course. Okay, all right, understood. All right, last in our lineup. We get a little crazy. That's the one we go with. All right, that's fine. I like that man of man of high too. <laughs> I'll have some of that. <laughs> Finally, he's the big bro who don't eat pig though. He's our cousin on percussion. He's the big red lean machine. Won't you be my palantine? It's Max. It's Max. <laughs> it's Max. Hey, I'm going to stick true to the Batman Forever soundtrack and say that my favorite U2 song is Kiss Me, Kill Me, uh, Touch hold me, me, Hold Me, Throw Me, Throw Me, Throw Me, Be throw, My Valentine. Be My Valentine. Hey, we're all here. There you go. Back to our roots. Hey, Max. Hey, bro. What's your perfect President's Day? President's Day. I mean, any day that we're in this house together. You guys know what I mean? You guys. No, that was very loving from both you're, of you guys. Yeah, like I caught you guys. Are I'm really sorry about that. You're definitely planning on leaving on President's Day, though. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, that's that's really wonderful. Peter, I feel like nobody ever asked you how you're doing. How you doing, Peter? My favorite President's Day. That's not what I asked you. <laughs> not what I asked you. I'm doing great, man. I'm hanging out with you guys doing right, a podcast. This is a stock answer. You just got that from me. <laughs> this is going horribly. I'm gonna Mr. Destiny my way out of this situation. What's Mr. Destiny? Deep cut. Uh, are you serious, really? Yeah. Michael Caine's finest work. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Hi. Who took Michael Caine? <laughs> 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 Pretty good. End of bit. Okay. We've got a great show prepared for you. We are the Van Burens. We're doing presidential love fest for some reason. We've had some good presidents. We've had some bad presidents. We like we try not to get too political They're here on the podcast. Great people on both sides. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> There are beautiful people on both sides. It's a beautiful office. The chief executive of the presidency of the United States. That's what it's called, right? President's seat. Presidents A and B didn't work, so now it's the presidency. But there have been a lot of different presidents. And, and did you guys know that they even, like, a lot of them are musically talented? Kind of like, you know, I would say we're up there. Obama okay. can sing like a motherfucker. Oh, yeah. You've heard Obama sing. Yeah. You've seen George W. Bush play guitar. I've you've seen, seen uh, I've only seen him paint. You've seen Rutherford B. Hayes bust out a glockenspiel. But did you know that those guys had a band together? They had a band? Yeah, they I I forget what they called themselves. I think they really couldn't decide on a band name for a long time, but they had a band together. Is this like from some VH1 behind the music thing that you saw when you had a that VH1 phase last week? When I subscribed to the old VH1 channel? Yes. <laughs> yes, and it's still going on, and it's incredible. <laughs> okay, so w w why don't you set up this, b this bit here, McGee? Well, I, I think you set it up perfectly. We were watching VH1 the other day because P-Bear got a subscription to the old network, and uh, we saw this footage of a band practice that was a bunch of presidents in a band that we didn't know about. It's like the second half of that Eagles documentary. No, it's more like the first half where they're fighting and they hate each other. And th and then it sounds like it's actually going to be interesting. Yes. No, this is very interesting. So <laughs> actually, check it out. It's the, the, the presidents of the United States. That's not their band name, but they're in a band. And, and, and this is like a, a rehearsal of theirs. Peel back that curtain, wow, McGee. Very cool. Very cool. Gentlemen, 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 Mr. President, 
weekend opening up for the Shaz of Iran. We sold $32 merchandise, achieved 218 at the gate. I have put fuel in the van, replaced the amplifier on which President Johnson relieved himself, <laughs> bailed Grant out of the drunk tank, and we still have $15 left for beer. The president from the great commonwealth of Massachusetts. Thank you. Former leader of the free world and current lead guitarist of our band. Please, President Kennedy. Fellow bondmates, ask not what beers the band can buy for you. Rather ask, where are the groupie chicks? He's right. He's right. All right, quiet. We're never going to get any chicks until we solidify our act. We need a few things. Merchandise, a website, God forbid, a new record. But none of that can happen until we agree on a band name. Oh, but no, we will never decide on a goddamn band name. If we can't agree on this, it's hard to When we tabled the discussion last week, we were voting between the following names. The drone strikes. Those are illegal. Broken social safety net. Oh, are you me? My personal favorite, the high society of like-minded gentle boys who like to suggest President Adams. The council recognizes the 39th president of the United States from the state of Georgia. Backup singer Jimmy Carter. I was up all night in a cold sweat thinking about our most pressing problems, when I had a feeling in my heart, we ought to have a band name that clearly states who we are and what we do. Well, sing it, Jimmy. You've got the floor. I thought, you guys, maybe we could call ourselves the Presidents of the United States of America. It's one of the worst oh. fucking ideas I've ever heard. James! James! We're presidents, emeritus, we're presidents in a band. We rule with an iron fist from the White House, now we rock God's land. With music, camaraderie, and a cold beer in our hand. We're presidents, we're presidents in a band. <laughs>
Hit times warm the soul to play music with dear friends. You're here. But we need new music and we need new ideas. I have an idea. Woodrow Wilson, for some reason, you are in this rock band of iconic and well-remembered presidential personalities. Go ahead. Uh, all right, guys. Uh, so listen, this is just an idea I've been kicking around. Just play the goddamn song, Woody. Uh, all right, here goes. Sometimes I feel nervous when I'm going out on a date. The issue of women's suffrage should have been left to the states. Woody, I like the ending because it ended. <laughs> you guys are always cramping my vision. Separate Beds was a sure soul ballad hit, and you guys just stuck it in the desk drawer to collect dust. Now this. I'm fucking out of here. All right, good Roosevelt plays a mean bass okay. and has just gotten up a long tour with Feist or one of those fucking brats. John, John, may I have the floor a moment? The council recognizes once again the 42nd president and the leader of the Ambechicking Horn section, William Jefferson Clinton. Thanks, J.A. First and foremost, boys, you all know that separate beds is my track. I was talking to Hillary on our intercom system last night. I was in the playroom. She has some really good ideas. I was thinking maybe she could come to practice next week oh to oh share oh some oh of oh Hillary Clinton would join the band, but the presidents would soon disintegrate into chaos. We wouldn't tour again until this summer. Catch us nationwide. I'm President Keith David. Presidential love fest. What a treat to get to oh. see. Those presidents are not good gentlemen. Oh, my God. Inside baseball, look. Speaking oh, of sorry. presidents, there have been so many presidents, I can't even... Nobody knows how many exactly. Historians claim it's in the to dozens. Be, to be fair, America stopped keeping count. Yeah. Uh, America stopped, stopped using information at a certain <laughs> point. Um, um, there's, there have been so many presidents... So why don't we say hello to a bunch or all of them or some of them or none of them um, with one of America's favorite game shows. It's Catchphrase Carousel. Woo-hoo! Yeah. Put some fast in the throw up. Starring Paxton J. Rosewood. Bill is the worst Paxton. President Huey St. Thomas. President Morgan Seymour, Seymour Lomax. See less of that zero, see more of this Lomax. President Shaky McGonagall. I'm McGon and never coming back. 
President Joey Lauren Adams. Yo, come back to me, Jen. President Joey Lauren Quincy Adams. No, that wasn't me and Chasing Amy. That was somebody else. President Robbie Dufresne Lamont Sinclair. Four fathers, I got four names. President Shirley Thorogood. I stopped believing in Santa Claus when I was six. Mother took me to see him in a department store and he asked me for my autograph. President Raul the Hangman Hernan Gomez. Hey, let's go back to the Oval Office and have a good hang, man. President Shaky McGonagall Jr. My dad left me shaking in my boots. President Barack Hussein Quincy Adams. You want to see my birth certificate, bro? <laughs> President Jimmy, the slow kid from next door. You guys, go ahead, I'll, I'll catch up. President Sprinkles. Rough, rough. President Bobby Lee, Mary Jo McCarthy. Personally, I love the color red, but don't you? The homeless president who teaches us all a valuable lesson. Listen, you put the bills you get in from your cup and you put them in your pocket, all right? Also, I mean, if you shake them more than once, you're playing with them. President Kogo, the giant ape. Primates are my mates. Vice President Mike Pence. Humidity's rising, barometer's getting low. According to all sources, the street's no place to go. Because tonight, for the first time, just about half past ten for the first time in history... Fuck me. <laughs> Hallelujah! And of course, the current president of the United States and leader of the free world, President Marky Slowhand Robertson. Don't make me shuffle, we're gonna be here all night. Incredible, great to get some... Oh, catchphrase carousel. Some, some uh, wise words from Mike Pence right there. <laughs> it's gonna so start raining, man. Yeah, Mike Pence forgot the. He remembered all the lyrics to It's Raining Men except for the title of the song. That yeah. was very impressive. I think, I uh, think it might have been those electric shock treatments that he uh, subjected <laughs> himself to. Dollars and pence, my dear boy. <laughs> when he realized how much he loved that song. <laughs> yes, exactly. Mike Pence realizes he loves the Weather Girls' It's Raining Men. <laughs> <laughs> written by Paul Schaefer. Can't be alone in the room with the song It's Raining Men. And it just like turns into One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. <laughs> well, when he loves that song so much, when he wakes up and sees his wife in the living room, you know, once they go into the same room for the first time that morning, I believe <laughs> they do say to each other, ha ha! So, <laughs> love that fucking jam. And they talk about the weather. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much all they talk about. It's raining men. And but speaking, speaking of tender, Jeff, as mm -hmm. you said, PK, Pizza King, um, we've had a lot of presidential so far, but what about the love fest? Yeah, I've been feeling only mild accounts of love since so, we started this. Uh, right now, we actually have a pretty... But I love love. <laughs> but I love love. We have a tender moment from one of our favorite characters from the Van Buren family uh, roadcast and road show. This sounds rare. Um, oh, so rare it's red. Don't understand. Herring. Max, do you know Brad Herring? Um, I know of the fish. I know of the idea of a red herring. Like the plot device? Yes. But that's all of I like, got. Like, oh, the, the brooch, the scarlet brooch didn't matter. This person that was being built up to be the problem was just a farce. It was a lock for everyone. 
That's what I know of a red herring. That's all I got. Hey, I, you've never met He's been on the podcast so many times. I've talked to a lot of people who claim to have seen him. I think it is one of those Mandela effects where people are trying to trick me into <laughs> believing something be- is in existence. I have more. I feel as though Sinbad being in Kazam is more likely than or the Baron the Baron Stain bears of course I don't know what conundrum. that is okay well I'm a bear so I mean look oh, go this Google is, that yeah, shit you get real <laughs> fucking serious about this stuff okay but Red Herring he's the guy who wears the overalls he's nope. always talking about trash mm-hmm. he's always covered in trash nope. he's really dirty nope. he's very loud he nope. doesn't really know how to speak English correctly I don't it know seems what you're like about. I'm gonna go take a you piss you think he's saying one thing I'm gonna go to the bathroom another thing. okay I'm All very right, confused I have a full bladder I'm gonna let you segue this. Okay, all right. Let's hear a love story from Red Herring. Hello. How you goddamn doing? My name's Red Herring, and I have an adorable fucking antidote for you. It all started the other day when I was at work. And I got way too high. Up on the ladder. I had no fucking business being up there. I'm afraid of heights. I didn't notice truly how fucking high I was until I had dropped my goddamn squeegee. Well, I scared myself so good goddamn badly, I slipped into a state of sheer panic. I froze up. I had no choice to start screaming like a bitch, a son of a bitch. It was around then I looked inside of that window I was attempting to clean and saw a goddamn female. I had no other choice. I had to tip. My hat tour for a response time, getting over to that window to assist me. And I'll tell you what, I can never fucking forgive her for what happened after that. I don't know if it was the careless goddamn speed at which she cranked that fucking window open. Her invasive eyes. That was the moment she made me fall. In love. And I will never fucking forgive her for that. But I will thank her every goddamn day. I fucking told you it was cute. keeps happening. I was upstairs watching the first 20 minutes of Boss Baby. How was it? <laughs> I don't want to say. <laughs> Sounds pretty it's good. discredit me completely. You liked it, didn't you, man? It's not bad. Oh, man, the uh, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross joke that is in the trailer, I'm a big fan of that. I've Always. never seen that film. Always be closing. But I do know that they did it differently in the trailer than in the movie. Oh! It's a... Uh, it's a good joke for Industry kids movie. Yeah, kids love Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. Red Herring. If you want to catch Red Herring, if you want to catch JFK, I remind you all to uh, come to a Van Buren's show. Uh, catch us playing music live and in color in person. Um, check out VanBurenMusic.com. Catch us uh, on Twitter at the Van Buren's, Facebook uh, the Van Buren's, and uh, Instagram at Van-, Van Buren Family. Correct. Oh my God, I nailed it. Okay. Uh, speaking of getting down, we're about to get down to a brand new segment on this uh, this program right here, this podcast. Um, this is something, KJ McGee, uh, can you explain how this one goes for well, yeah, the listeners? Uh, many of you are probably familiar, I mean, the, our younger listeners may not be, but uh, with the famous and foundational hip-hop group, the Beastie Boys. The Beastie Boys? Yes. 
Oh, the Beastie Boys. Yeah. And I've always fancied us as a couple of Beastie Boys, but we never have quite made the cut. I think we've always stopped at just being the Beat Boys. Mm-hmm. We, we have no Stee. With ease. With Only no ease. We have no Stees. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to play a beat, and we're going to go around and be a couple Beat Boys. You keep calling us a couple. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're actually we had a debate about this in the r- house earlier, and I thought that I want to I want a couple to be able to be any number that you want it to be. So you want to open things up a little yeah, bit? Yeah, because we're a couple of couples. That Trump's America. <laughs> Trump's America. You hear so that? We, we are a couple. <laughs> we're a couple of something. It's a couple of couples. I mean, it's like I, I'm a math teacher, and you know, it's all about grouping. Like with parentheses, you could uh, you can use parentheses to justify anything. This is the America <laughs> these liberals want. So you're using your math teacher skills to justify like uh, an odd number uh, crew in a uh, in orgy Menage situation. Menage a trois. Yeah, yeah, okay. Of yeah. <laughs> I feel like we're beating around the bush with the word orgy. <laughs> beating around the bush. Speaking Hit of beat, drop. <laughs> let's drop the beat. Come on. All right, yeah. so it's going to go something like this. What? Here we go. Yeah. I didn't eat last week, so my pants are loose. <laughs> you know who really liked that was Mother Goose. Uh-huh. Yeah, hit it. I don't eat cheese, but I will eat poos. I'm going to kill myself. Maybe I'll use a noose. noose. <laughs> but don't do that. It's not funny. Is it, it is pasta, even though it's called Couscous. Couscous. <laughs> <Goose, goose. laughs> My favorite people singer was Feist, Proust? but now it's Proust. Proust. Proust? Is that what you're going I for? I love Proust. Proust. My favorite female singer. <laughs> oh, good. Not Grohl's of David, but fighter's name, Foos. <laughs> I'm going to kill myself. Maybe I'll skip, skip to, to my, my loo. <laughs> Peter, this is taking a terrible turn for you, this person. <laughs> <laughs> our rug is dirty, our rug is red. red I should stay up, but I'll go to bed instead, instead. Stay up Whoops. or go to bed Ouch, you guys, I banged my, my head. head And now I am full, full of lead Don't worry, now you got street, street cred. cred Guys, P-Bear, he's already, already dead. dead Prince Charles, he's, he's well bred <laughs> Oh God, that was the best <laughs> ever just use that last one. <laughs> oh, fuck boy. Yeah. <laughs> that is a great game, Giesel. <laughs> I promise we are professional musicians. <laughs> Jesus. That was incredible. KJ McGee, fantastic new game. Folks, play along at home. <laughs> yeah, we, we should play next time. <laughs> should play this literally once before you get on mic. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, but speaking, nice. of, speaking of love... Um. I gotta say, one of my biggest loves Speak is uh, Disney Disney musical um, uh, cartoons from the late '80s and early '90s. Are What's you guys your favorite one, P-Bear? Oh, I gotta go with Loin King. Oh man, you gotta check out Boss Baby, bro. <laughs> Boss Baby it sounds is it musical? It it has musical moments. When Alec Baldwin talks, it kind of is like music. Does he do a top hat and cane routine? No, he's a baby. He's got that soft spot. He can't wear anything up there. But he's a boss. Listen, he, oh, not what, not when his parents is are he watching. A boss like Jafar. I Jafar, mean, Jafar from the classic um, Aladdin. Aladdin. Oh, that's a good one too. Aladdin, Snow Lion White. King, Little Merman, Snow White. I mean, significantly earlier, but still. Who framed Roger Sherman? Um, 
all good stuff. Was that a Disney? That was yeah, a Warner Brothers. That was Warner Brothers. Brothers. That was WB. Like, I feel like that was a big ad for Warner Brothers the <laughs> entire time. And Toontown. They were really trying to get they were really trying to get tourism going. Yeah. So I was watching around TV the other day and I caught this one that I'd never seen before. And there was actually this like kind of like catchy little song dream from the wish of your heart makes something like that. I forget exactly sounds what like it was. Bullshit. But it was yeah, it sounds like bullshit, but it's not. <laughs> It was this Disney movie that I'd never seen before. I think it was one of those things where like they just got the rights. You know how they do that thing where it's like they have it for six months or something like that, and they threaten you. And they say, guy, "Yeah, that guy would come on the VHS, and you'd be so scared because you had to get to the store to get the VHS. You'd be like Cinderella for six months only. You're, you're like, I gotta get down to Blockbuster. <laughs> sleeping Beauty. She's only gonna be sleeping for another six months. <laughs> then she's gonna wake up. She's just Beauty then. <laughs> Jesus." But I wanted to play something for... Or why don't you even just throw on the TV? It might still be on right now. Okay. Just toss on the TV. So what do you say, princess? Will you take my hand and come join me for the adventure of a lifetime? My dearest Lars, my father, the king, would never let me out at such an hour with a scruffy beet farmer such as yourself. There's a whole world out there just beyond these walls. There is? But how can I leave my mother and the triplets and Auntie Grendel and Uncle Mike? And who would look after my Tamagotchi eggs and Chia Pets? You can't be cooped up in this spacious palace with Chia Pets and money and fathers any longer. Come with me and see the world. Oh, I do wish to see the Egyptian Sphinx or the snow-capped peaks of Montana or New York City. Then let's away, princess. Let's away and make tonight the first night of the best day of the rest of our lives together, me and you. You see, far, far away, there's a place from your dreams your heart always wished to hope for. Come with me now, princess. Tonight we can start to the place from the dreams of your heart. A dream is a wish that your heart gives to hope a promise of love and kindness now take my hand princess let us depart to the place from the dreams of your heart your beautiful song has convinced me sweet Lars I never knew it was so easy to be poor let us go then pack your things and we'll climb aboard Dustin, my magical flying chinchilla. Now what do I need? Enchanted nightgown, check. Invisible dagger, check. Do they have any two-headed cats where we're going? I'd better bring all of them. Oh, oh, goodbye, Chia Pets. I shall miss you so. Goodbye, princess. princess. Now where is my chapstick? Doctor, I've Come to apologize for my... What's this? Princess daughter, what are oh, you... Oh, father, it's not what it looks like. I see exactly what's going on here with my beady little eyes. No daughter of mine will elope with some scruffy, blue-eyed, really good-looking beet farmer. Princess, quick, mount Dustin. Oh, goodbye forever, father. I'm off to live free from your wealth and your palace and your amenities. On, Dustin. Yeah! <laughs> Farewell, King Rosenstein! Beat Farming! Oh, Beat Farming Prince with your soft road and steed, I've been waiting for you to come find me.
off to a place. Do you know what I mean? The place at the heart of my dreams. Soaring on a magic chinchilla, just like our ancestors flew. It's just an enormous gaseous sphere, and I thought I was done thinking of father. No, that star is the one I wished on when I chanced to find you. A wish is a hope. Our hope twinkles and gleams. It's time we should go. To the place at the heart of our dreams. So we're going to a star? The place from the hope of a wish in the heart of my dreams is a star? No, we're going to my mom's house. And so, episode three of our podcast... Chinchilla, the life and death of Dustin, the magic chinchilla, is coming to a close. Dustin's star was on the rise after his appearance at Disney's The Bee Farmer's Wife, but things were about to take a turn for the worse. Next week, Dustin's famous bout in the Philippines against Muhammad Ali. Dustin had the footwork, but Ali had the charisma. Been chopping trees, I done something new for this fight. I done wrestled with an alligator. <laughs> That's right. That's the chinchilla thriller in Manila. Next week. Oh boy. Very, very good. Very nice. The wish of the hope at the heart of the of the wish of your dreams. Something like that. That's a good movie, right? We're still going with Disney princesses, huh? We're still. That's still a thing. Still a thing. I thought part of this whole movement was that it was about equality. And Which movement? Or yes. you, the the uh, this guy as well movement. The, oh, hashtag this guy as this well. This person as well. Excuse me. <laughs> Many thanks to the beautiful and talented Marissa Karen for lending her voice on that one, Spinderella. Um, yeah. So this is the Van Buren Family Roadcast, and we actually have a very very special uh, moment, very special uh, Valentine's presidential uh, love fest related uh, guest. Is that so? Be there. I am yeah. going to go upstairs. No respect. No respect Listen, from this boy. Are you going to watch Boss Baby right no, now? No, I'm not going to watch another 15 minutes of Boss Baby. Oh, I'm going to go on, pee man. for at least 14. We have this minutes huge guest. His. His Listen, bladder could never hold 14 You guys always say this. You guys always say you've got huge guests. I never have seen one literally in All the right, studio. Just get out of here. So get out of I'll here. be right back. Just fucking chill. Press pause or whatever Bye. you do. Bye. Bye. Uh, always Bye. be closing the door behind I'm you. I'm going to. That joke is fucking hilarious. <laughs>
All right, so this is, I guess, a treat for us and our listeners and everyone but Max. Well, I think it's even more of a treat now that Max is gone. <laughs> Certainly. <laughs> um, boss Baby. I don't, I don't get it. Um, Baldwin's, I mean, Baldwin is a classic. You can't beat Baldwin. Any one of them, really. I'm, I'm a Stephen guy, I think, to the core because uh, of his political beliefs. What's, what's uh, Fatty Baldwin's name? Adam? Adam. I'm an Adam guy. And then there's Daniel as well. Of course. Well, yes. Uh, what's the... Backdraft? Backdraft, right. Of course, backdraft. Oh, backdraft, yes, yes, yes. Mm. Speaking of backdraft, <laughs> we have a... Uh, Jesus. We have a very special guest. This is a big get for the Van Buren family roadcast. About time, P-Bear. We've never... I know, really. We've had, like... We had that salesman guy. I don't know. But this is a big one. I believe we... Uh, we have somebody coming in here who's uh, an immortal uh, demigod of love. Um, please welcome to the room uh, the one and only Cupid. Cupid, all right. Yeah, I'm flattering him. How are you? Cupid. Hey, how are you guys doing? How are you guys doing? Very nice to see you. I'm doing well, well thank it's you. It's actually a little misconception. My name is not actually Cupid. That is what I have to put on legal documents. That huh. is my serial number established with the government. That is, uh, but my name, you can actually, you can call me Joyce. Unfortunately, slash fortunately, Joyce isn't your first name. Is Joyce? My first is name is, is a singular name. Well, it like is the Cupid. name that I'm going by right now to make things easier on the common people. Your serial number with the government is five letters long. Well, it's it it's actually it's, it's actually uh, it stands for the uh, it's it's C U P I D, and it's the creatures of undefined presence identification number. Oh, oh. I so never knew that. I am a creature of undefined presence. That is to say, I am omnipotent and omnipresent. So I can undefined be anywhere. Or undefined, undefined, undefined. Okay. That is to say, that nobody knows how far my reach of power goes, and they really need to tag me like a steer to really like keep track of me for before, uh, you know, so that they can keep me out in the world. Not that they realistically know all the things that I'm doing because I'm actually much stronger than the program itself. But I digress. I'm for Cupid to the layman. <laughs> for a creature of undefined presence, you have a very specific accent, young man. Well, I did grow up for what is considered my human adolescence in the Nebraska area. But, oh, uh, you're Midwestern. Okay. Are you I, friends you know, with Warren Buffett? I, uh, listen, I, I've, I've met Warren oh, Buffett. The famous sage? <laughs> I've seen him around. You know, I've seen I him. I think he's immortal. He is, I mean, he's not going anywhere anytime soon. That's for sure. If his track record stands, he's one of these Kirk Douglas types. You know what I mean? Cupid, uh, or Joyce. Cupid? Joyce. You can call me whatever the hell you want. Can I say, oh, can I swear? Okay. Yeah, it's a podcast. You can, you can call say. me whatever things you want. Okay. Um, <laughs> Cupid, so you, when you say you're uh, omnipresent, um, sure. omnipotent as sure. well. Be careful. Not that's much different than impotent, which I also am. You, oh, that's interesting too. A demigod of love. Well, as you can see, my the, my by my facade, which is to say, my appearance that you're looking at, I am very three feet tall, chubby. Yes, yes. Diaper. I am a big, white, pasty, <coughs> crinkly, round person of a man. I am. I am very old, although appearances are deceiving. But uh, I, I came up with the character of Cupid that people know colloquially and uh, as, as a figure in the common uh, social structures that you mortals are under. So, so You're an immortal who can fly sure. from the Midwest, yep. banished to Earth. Yep. This is Superman, bro. Well, I mean, I do have a strong uh, uh, involvement with my mother back in the day. I do not have a father, though. So uh, that son of a bitch, I don't know. Uh, he, he died in a horrible hunting accident back in the day when I was very young. 
too young to be able to really tell what was going on. If your father was able to die, doesn't that mean it's possible? Was your mother a goddess? It's very interesting. When I was placed on Earth, I never actually, you know, I am not a mortal, so I was programmed with a backstory that these humans were kind of uh, deceived into believing yeah. was the case. Uh, I showed up in a taxi cab at my, the front of my mother's house back in the day. It's kind of like Boss Baby. You ever seen Boss Baby? I, I, it's like the beginning of Boss Baby. Oh, I love play. that line from Boss Baby. You Always be closing. You ever seen Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross? Oh, this Great is flicks. Great <laughs> flicks. Have you ever seen the second, the second one with Shia LaBeouf? It's the, my favorite one. Have Glenn you seen Gary's Revenge? Glenn Gary Strikes Back. <laughs> So because you've been at all times and in all places, that means you've seen every movie ever. I've seen every movie ever. I've written most of them. I've actually... Really? I've, most of history that is written and things that people know to be quote-unquote true in their mortal lives is because I have written most of the history that has ended up being taught wow. in schools and to people, and most of the internet is me. I, I can go back in time, but I don't like to. The only reason I do that is to rewrite history. It's usually because I fuck something up. Sometimes, you know, I get really angry on the street. I nudge somebody and, you know, maybe they, you know, they fall on their head a little too hard and then they start talking. Oh, you ever seen one of those okay. things? You ever seen one of those things when people like wake up from a terrible accident? They have a different dialect or maybe they're more of a dick than they were sure. before. Or they suddenly can play the piano. Really yeah, well. for sure. That's usually that's usually interference from yours truly. And uh, usually I try to cover my tracks. But sometimes, you know, we all have bad days. I slip up. Usually I try to keep it down to I, – I, I, my new technique, as I've learned about 100 years ago, is I like to inflict physical pain first. That way when they wake up from something, a spell that I put them under, usually mm. intentionally, I'll shoot them with an arrow or something under us, and then they'll wake up with the, whatever spell I got going on. But it's always under the you know cloak and dagger of like, oh, I got cloaked with this terrible situation, and then dagger, I hit you with a spell, you know. Sometimes I uh, just put two people in love because it gets me out of a bad I spot. I thought that was kind of like your main bag, baby. Um, was, I don't understand what you're saying with your voice right now. Um, was making people fall in love. I thought It seems like you're also just like this omnipotent uh, superhuman who seems to be controlling every aspect of uh, hu- human, human life, well, I suppose. I, I would have to say it all started with uh, this tragic hunting accident that I saw back in the day. Was not a part of, but saw happen. But I, sure. I, you know, Phil def- Collins style. Sure. I well, I took a little bit of action. Is the difference between me and that motherfucker? I did write that song though. But uh, yeah, oh, Lord. I, uh, you know, you got it. It all started when I inflicted accident. Oh, excuse me. I saw somebody inflict accidentally huh. horrible okay. hunting pain on another human being, mm. and I decided to step in, knowing that I had these powers to right the wrong. And instead of curing the terrible motherfucker who was on the ground, excuse huh. me for cursing over there. Instead of curing the terrible motherfucker on the ground over there, I, uh, you know, I decided to instead give his lovely wife all the satisfaction, uh, morally and mentally, that she needed for the rest of her life. Uh, you know, divorced, quote unquote, from this person she was attached to. Just picking up on the uh, phantom threads of this story. Great movie, I, I wrote it. Oh, DDL is incredible. He did all right. He was very inconsistent with his voice, which I found a bit of a mockery. Did he sometimes sound like he was from New Jersey? When I don't he know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Um, uh, picking up the threads of your story here, uh, Cupid. Uh, uh, Please, Joyce. Joyce. Picking up the threads of your story here, Joyce. Yep. It seems as if. This hunting accident that you're talking about that you witnessed and maybe you've alluded to that maybe you were even more part of it and then subsequently um, you, you you bedded the victim's 
the victim's wife and oh, no and no I did not I did not hump the wife I uh, I simply instilled in her all of the promise of the future that could be held in happiness and you know emotional wealth not not physical monetary wealth though did you do this with one of your famous legendary uh, Arrows? I can't say that it was my arrow. That would be admitting to too much. Um, I'm willing to admit plenty of other classified? things. But listen, you know, I'm not here to talk about that. I'm here to talk about. I'm here to talk about Valentine's Cupid, Day. Cupid, hold on. This hunting accident. You use arrows as part of your profession That's to make true. people fall in love. That's true. And Can when I used appropriately, they are. Let me tell you, some of the most accurate vessels you've ever seen shot through the sky. But uh, if you know. You slip a little bit, or maybe your father called you something you didn't like. They can really yeah, go right. Can, can I ask? Did the, the, bear, yeah, if I the, may. Go, go right ahead. Well, can uh, we connect you, some you dots may. here? Yeah. Uh, your father died in a hunting accident. I don't want to talk about that motherfucker. He treated my mom real that. wrong. We went on a horrible path after that, which let, I had to pick up the pieces of. Let, let me ask you this. Okay, so this is... Did the, the victim, who may or may not have been your father... I wouldn't really call him a victim. In this... He didn't accident. say definitely not. Just I call then. me and my family the victim, but go ahead. Interesting lack of denial. Um, did this person, who may have been your father, die from an arrow wound? You know, I didn't see. I walked away. But, uh, you know, I, I, I cannot attest to that. I didn't go to his funeral. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I don't really know. But I am. I will tell you what I do know about. Also, was it your father? Oh, it was definitely my father. Okay, nah, I all mean, right, he, this is a little... He was, uh, I, it was fine, though. I really so... think you killed your father. Oh, I definitely fucking killed that motherfucker. He okay. deserved it. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, he was a bad guy, but uh, then I went on to do a lot of great things, and so did my mom, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I guess. What is your Valentine's Day like? Because I, I know uh, Santa, from talking to him, we're, we're pals and we text, um... Uh, Santa says, you know, it's a really busy day and like kind of leading up to the 24th, 25th, he won't, you know, he won't be texting back and stuff as much as he is, say, in like d June or July. Um, it, uh, Christmas is a very big day for your, you know, Santa, however you may feel about him. Um, but Valentine's Day, I suppose people are usually already have fallen in love under the sway of your um, your many arrows. It, what what do you what's your val what's your perfect Valentine's Day? Well, every Valentine's Day since about four years ago has been pretty good. I got I I invented Tinder, Bumble, Grinder, Happen, and Ways, so people are finding each other <laughs> easier than they ever fucking could before. I my job is pretty much done here. I get to just kind of kick back, work on my cards. You know what I mean? Oh, okay, huh? Cupid. All right, I'm going to go out to my car for a little bit, All right. and I'm going to be back. Um, listen, I just wanted to say before I go, Get I am... Get the fuck out of here, Cupid. All right, well, you guys have been mild. I'll see you guys later, unbeknownst to you. Oh, my God. Cupid, everybody. That almost mm. makes me want to consider thinking about giving up masturbating. Holler! He's not going to watch us anymore. Oh, guys, yeah, there is so. a... Bow and arrow set in the hallway, and I want to play with it. Whose is it, dude? We, listen, you'll just listen back to the podcast. It's it's uh, it's, that was harrowing. All right, I'm gonna throw this out there. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I just finished Boss Baby upstairs, and I got some notes, and we should do that right now. Here we go. Top ten from Boss Baby. <laughs> it's great. Number two, always be something, and that's it. <laughs>
Uh, this is the Van Buren Family Roadcast. Thanks so much for listening. Please make sure to go to iTunes or Stitcher or SoundCloud or however you're listening. Check out our back episodes. Uh, check us coming out again. <laughs> check us coming out again with something. Love <laughs> That's you guys. What Turn would up. Do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, We'll we'll have some more coming out in the future. Um, again, VanBurenMusic.com. Check out the band. Uh, come see a show. Um, but let's go around the horn and give one last piece of advice for Valentine's slash President's Day. What we call Presidential Love Fest. KJ McGee. Can I can I just give a shout out? Sure. Yeah. Like to shout out to my homeboy Obama. All right, Missy Barry. Yeah, miss him. Fucking Missy Barry. That guy. That's a lovable president. Yeah. Pizza oh, King. Me. Keep on looking, everybody, <laughs> <laughs> and you will find that's not that's it. it. That's, that's it. it. <laughs> <laughs> Very good advice from the Pizza King. Uh, Big Bro Max, what do you got, bud? Go watch the Boss Baby. It's on Netflix. Oh, um, it's actually really fucking good. Um, ladies, hit me up. We'll watch Boss Baby. Don't call me. Beautiful. This is Peter. What do you have to say? I, I want to say, um, uh, on, fuck well, go P-Bear. watch. What do you go got watch to say? Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Okay. And give me all to Allen that you got. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Redemption. Redemption. <laughs> this is the Van Buren family. That was quite a mashup. Roadcast presidential love fest. Mashing it up. Coming at you. Turn up. Tune out. Drop in. Have a great night. <laughs> love you. Beak.